So several years ago, my I found out my dad was going to die, and I immediately started writing a letter to him. But I thought we had I had time to write it. Thought I had time to ponder on it. And uh, then we got the news from the doctor that our miracle territory hopes weren't going to be reality. That in fact, I, uh, the unthinkable was going to be happening. And so I started writing a little bit more fervently, thinking I had another several weeks to work on this. And then he took a turn for the worse. Got the call. He was literally just losing the ability to speak and be coherent. He was slipping away from life. And all of a sudden I realized I have to finish this letter right now. If I don't finish it right now, I might never get to read it to him. But he started to go downhill so fast, I realized they said, he's going to need to read it now. So I rushed home and I wanted to finish this letter. So I sat down and just started writing from the heart. I said, just let it out. Don't filter. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. This may be your only chance. This might be the last chance. It was. It was my last chance. I wanted to read that letter to you today. I read it at his eulogy, as I delivered his eulogy, and it was hard to read. I've not read it aloud since then. I think today is the day I read it aloud. At times I feel we leave things unsaid and other times I feel that we say everything, Dad. I have always liked that about our relationship. In light of this recent news of the cancer, I've been doing a substantial amount of ponderizing. I sure do love that word. In all of this thinking, I realize that I don't want to let things go unsaid. First off, I can't possibly imagine what you're feeling, thinking, and experiencing in all of this. I really wish that I could lessen the pain for you. Perhaps this letter will help a little. I want to start off by saying that I couldn't have asked for a better dad. I look back on my 30 plus years of existence and I have no regrets with regards to our relationship. I have loved every moment of working together in my adult life, and I cherish all the lessons you have taught me. I am a better man because of those lessons. You always told me that I needed to he- what I needed to hear, even if I didn't want to hear it. But you never told me something I wasn't ready to hear. You challenged me. You pushed me. You put me in tough situations and let me sink or swim. 
and you were always there for me when I succeeded, and more importantly, when I failed. It's the failures that I have learned the most from, and you were always there to make sure I learned the most from my failures. (laughs) At the end of the day, I don't think I could ask for anything more than that for me, personally. That is exactly what I needed to get to where I am today. You always let me be me. Yes, you challenged me to be the best version of myself, but you let me be myself. You let me discover who I am and who I want to be. I always forget that a lot of people didn't get that from a father. I did, and I am grateful for it. I still remember a conversation we had when I was a kid. Johnny had made a proclamation that he wanted to be a professional skateboarder. In my pragmatic brain, I thought this was dumb. I knew most people couldn't be a professional skateboarder and that it would be a tough way to make a living. I know that you knew that as well, but you didn't care. You told me that you will support him being whatever he wanted to be. That always stuck with me. Let a person be who they are and do what they want to do. Who am I to tell them they can't do something? A simple lesson, but a powerful one that showed me how to be a parent. I know that I will carry that lesson on if or when the time comes for me to be a dad. You raised a son who is proud of who he is and who is happy for the life he has been given. Your hard work and dedication to life has given me a platform to create a life for myself that I am happy with. You have taught me so many lessons and prepared me to take on life successfully. I still have much to learn, I know that. But you have given me all the tools I needed to make it my own. No regrets. You should have no regrets as well. You have succeeded in everything that matters most. Your life is a success. And you should feel proud of everything you have done. The victories and the losses. All those victories and losses have paved a path for our family to live wonderful lives and to continue to live wonderful lives. You have led by example in a way most people never do. If I measure up to be half as good of a man as you have shown me, then I think that'd be a damn good thing. The legacy is me. The legacy is my siblings and all the amazing things we Terrells do with our lives. You built it over a lifetime and you built it well. You should know that. The number of people in this life you have impacted for good is probably impossible to count. You have left in your wake a countless number of people who have benefited from the way you have lived your life and how you treat people. I have learned from your example and plan to continue my life with the same legacy of leaving people better than I found them. Even if they don't care or want me to, I will do it. Anyway. I love you, Dad. I always have and always will. I've never been the sort of guy that likes to convey love through saying but by actions. I hope you have always known 
that I am a loving and loyal son. Your son, Christopher. I uh, have not read this in a long time. It's interesting to go back and read it after I've forgotten it. And as I read it, I realize this letter changed me. This letter changed my life. Because it mattered to me that the last words to my dad were real, were true. It mattered. I told him in this letter, you have taught me so many lessons and prepared me to take on life successfully. I still have much to learn, I know that, but you have given me all the tools needed to make it on my own. You know, I didn't realize at the time, but he really did give me everything I need. I had everything I need. And I've begun to realize this recently and truly understand it. That I'm okay. And it's okay to be okay. And it's okay that I wasn't okay. It's fine that it was hard to go through the process of grieving. It's fine that I got really sad some days. It's fine that I felt lost for a while. It's all okay because it's working out. I shared a story on TikTok on the day my dad passed, uh, or the anniversary. And I wanted to play it here um, on, the, uh, on the podcast for you in case you didn't, didn't hear it. Um, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and... I'm going to go ahead and play this now. Now, I have to apologize, uh, first of all. Um, the, uh, I was recording this in my truck. I got hit with inspiration, and it was raining. And so you can hear rain in the background, which, I don't know, almost seems appropriate, I guess. But let me go ahead and, let me go ahead and play this for you now. June 10th, 2019, today, years ago, my dad died. He died from cancer, hepatocellular carcinoma. Uh, he was my best friend. He was my mentor in business and in life. And... We found out he had cancer and month and a half. That's all we had, month and a half notice. They died. We spoke every day, every day of my life. There were some, you know, we'd miss days here or there, but by and large to say that it would not be an inaccurate statement. I worked in his company, started as when I was 15. I left for a while, but still stayed in touch every day about work. And when he died, things changed for me inside my head. Time all of a sudden meant something. I remember sitting there at a table with my family, everybody's around us. And I looked to my dad. We just found out 
he's going to die. I said, we now understand the value of time. I finally understood that line. That no amount of money can buy back a second of time. And that changed my life. That changed how I saw things. That changed everything. Time. It's finite. My life. It's finite. I'm going to one day meet my end. And I don't know when it's coming. Because if you'd have told me two months earlier that I was going to lose my dad, that he was going to die suddenly, and I was going to get a month and a half notice, I'd be like, what? How on earth could that possibly even happen? That doesn't even make sense. Of course that's not going to happen. It happened. Down the street from where I used to live here in Jonesboro, I used to walk this cemetery a year ago when I lived there. One day I thought, I'm going to find somebody that is younger than me, that was born after me. And I found one. I found a tombstone. Somebody that was born after me and had died two years ago. I bet that person thought they were going to live until they were 60, 70, 80, 90. 100. Didn't even make it to 36. And so I realized I was waiting around for something. And I realized it because when I found out my dad was going to die, we're driving in this truck. He was sitting right here. He was sitting right here. I said, I realized this may be the last time. We ride in this truck together. Where he taught me a lot of things. Right there. So I said, if there's something you've been waiting to tell me, something maybe you were waiting till maybe I was older or gone through something so that I'd understand what you were going to tell me. Because I'm finally reaching this point in my life where I've realized some advice, I don't understand it, so I reject it because I don't understand it. I was like, but I'll remember the words. Maybe one day I'll know what they mean. So I said, Dad, if there's anything you've been waiting to tell me until I've gone through something or until I'm a little bit older, would you tell me now, even if I won't understand? sat right here silently for a moment and he said I'll think about that I'll get back to you I don't know let me think about that I don't know if that was fair to ask him but I'm glad I did because he called me he said remember that conversation I was like I do he said I do have something He said, stop waiting around. If there's something you want, go for it. Ask for it. If you don't get it, move on. But stop waiting. Stop waiting around. <laughs> How funny I learned 
those two lessons really close to each other, less than a month. I learned that my time is limited and I'm gonna die one day. Everybody I know is gonna die one day. And I gotta stop waiting around. And so, I did. I stopped waiting around. I started looking in the mirror and saying, what is it you want? What do you want? Do you have it? No, okay. Are you going after it? No, okay. Why not? Why not? The thing you want, go for it. What are you waiting for? It's not gonna get easier. It's not gonna get easier. Just go, start. So what, it takes five years. It'd be much easier to take five years than wait and then have to do it in two. Just start, start. So I did. I went to my boss and said, I want to, I want to raise. I want a promotion. I want it. He said, no. I left. I said, I want a better job. I got it. I said, I wanted to be treated a certain way. I didn't get it. I left. I said, I wanted to help other people. I went for it. I don't want to lose weight. I want to be in shape. So I went for it. I said I want to be who I am. Unapologetically. To the world. And stop caring what other people think. So I did. So I went for it. said I wanted to take pictures. So I did. I wanted to post online. So I did. I just said, self, if there's something you want, just go for it. Stop waiting around. Just start. And so here I sit. Same truck. Same town. And I'm fine. I didn't think I'd be fine. I really didn't. I'd sit right here and cry. Because I was sad. But what I lost. And now, years later, I sit here and cry again. Because of everything I've got. My dad's piece of advice. change my life. Anyway, I just want you to know, all of you, his advice worked for me. I think it'll work for you. And if it does, 
just remember, it wasn't me that said it. Sam. So stop waiting around. Thanks for being here. Thanks for going on this journey with me. Can't wait for the rest. Well, um, hmm. you know, I meant everything I said in there. I'm okay. The thing is, when I wrote it down for the first time on that paper that I'm okay, I knew that I wasn't. But I knew it could be. just didn't know how. So I just started taking action. And here I sit today. Recording another podcast episode for you. I'm doing everything I can to increase the wake of people impacted by my dad. But teaching you the things he taught me. Because you see, even if he didn't teach me something directly, he was the one that pointed me in the right direction. He's the one that gave me the, the foundation that I needed. I keep many of his books here with me. I love to read them and look at the notes that he wrote in the margins and what did he highlight, what did he underline, leaving his trail of breadcrumbs behind for me to follow. And I love it. It's like a little scavenger hunt. Reading something, going, oh, that's where he picked that up from. Let me keep reading. It's like I get to learn more about him. But all in all, I'm grateful for every moment I had with him. I'm grateful for every memory in my mind. I'm grateful for every bit of wisdom he imparted to me. I'm grateful for his example and what it showed to me. Even the examples he gave that weren't examples I should duplicate. I think we all have some of those in our life, some things that maybe we should do different. And he was kind enough to let me see those, to let me see his shortcomings and how he fought to overcome them. That was helpful. Because when I came face to face and still do with my own, I have at least one example of an adult that figured this out and learned that it's okay to not know what you're doing. It's okay to be doing the best you know how. It's okay to just choose to be happy. Even when you don't got any damn good reason to choose it. Even when you have every reason in the world not to choose it. Even if I may not choose it tomorrow. But maybe in this moment I could choose to be happy for just a moment. And then I could be grateful for that moment of happiness that I was able to find. Instead of being sad that it was gone. Losing my dad helped me learn to be grateful for everything I have instead of waiting for it to be gone for me to understand just how important it was. Thank you for going on this journey with me over the last few years. 
I know some of you listening have actually been listening with me since the very beginning, and thank you. And I know many of you are here looking for help, looking for support. You want, you want something so bad. You want to lose that weight. You want to have experiences that are too hard to have because your body's getting in the way. And you want to get to that place where that doesn't happen. I want you to know you're in the right place. I'm going to help you in whatever way I can. Because I want you to be successful. I want you to be happy. I want you to find joy in your life, satisfaction in living. And I want you to have every moment, every memory that you deserve to have. You don't got to go do anything to earn it. You know, my dad had this uncanny ability that I am fighting every day to hone in myself. You know, everybody liked him. I know I'm biased because he was my dad, but really, it was hard to find people that didn't like him. I've watched him on multiple occasions where I knew he fired somebody and he stayed friends with them. Not a lot of people can do that. In fact, I know very few. I don't know that I know any other, actually. And he did it many times. But what he's able to do is he was able to look at a person and see the champion, the greatness that's in them. And he only talked to that side of them. The side of all of us that doubts ourselves that believes we're stuck, that believes it's too late, that believes we're too far gone, that believes that we're we're never going to be as good as everybody else. He just ignored that side of you, of me, of everyone. He just ignored it. He just pretended it didn't exist, and that side would get mad. But that other side, that greatness that's within all of us, would feel so good that somebody was talking to it. Because he was so good at speaking to a person's great side, that side was able to flourish. And people, as a result, liked being around him because they liked how they felt about themselves when they were with him. I know that because that's how it was with me. I like how I felt when I was with him. Because it was easy to think kindly about myself in his presence. And it was hard to think negative. And I'm grateful he showed me that even in those days I really didn't want him to because I was grumpy and I wanted to be grumpy. (laughs) So dad, thank you. Thank you, dad.